Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, the voice of the professional fan. We are your hosts, as usual. Money Mike in the house. How you doing, buddy? Man, we're good, man. We got lucky number seven. Let's do it. Let's do lucky it. Lucky number seven. Step Pat, how you feeling? Hey, man, we in this bitch. Let's go, we in baby. this bitch. Okay, uh, we, we Simsta, Money Mike, Step Pat. Uh, we in the house. We've got tons to talk about. Lakers are rolling. Um, they did win tonight. However, it really didn't mean much, and we'll discuss that. We had uh, Kobe <laughs> inducted into the Hall of Fame, which was amazing, amazing, and uh, very deserving. Yeah, um, we have uh, both Money Mike and myself went to some games, to some Laker games this week. I happened to make it into the banner ceremony, so we're going to talk about that. Um, so lots to get to, and of course, we are broadcasting casting live currently on the Los Angeles Lakers fan club room in clubhouse clubhouse is now available on Android and Apple. So you need to get it because that is the room. If you want to talk to people, if you want to get knowledgeable uh, into knowledgeable discussions with other fans, uh, that's the spot to be LA Lakers fan club room. Correct. Get, get, oh, yeah. some, get some sponsored uh, merchandise from um, Profanity Nation. Nation. We sponsor there. You can uh, play games and win prizes. And we actually have a great one tonight. You might see it here. We have an awesome Monopoly Space Jam, a new legacy Monopoly game. That's going out tonight, right? Yeah. yeah all definitely. right. Somebody's taking that home tonight. Yeah. All you got to do is text 228, the Lakers to 22828. Make sure you're on our email list. Exactly. Right. And we're going to go ahead and give that away to you. Exactly. But let's get started. As always, if you uh, if you watch the show, then you know we always get started with our guy, our in-house medical rep. We have Marco Nunez. Marco, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How is everybody doing? Very good. Very good. Thank Everybody's you. healthy, man. They, know, it's are, amazing. Are they, though? <laughs> are they, uh... <laughs> hey, you know, Marco, I, was, I mean, I always got to start it off, right? So, so explain... Uh, and, and, Explain the whole LeBron thing to me because I mean, you know, the reports were saying, "Hey, he felt good. His cuts were great. He played what couple games, and all of a sudden he said it was stiff, and then he had to go out another four more games." Um, two part question. Explain that to me. Number one and number two, uh, because in 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 the spirit of playoff time, you know, there, you know, you know how you've heard players say, "Hey, if it was a playoff game, I would be playing," but since it's a regular season, I'm not. Um, two part question. How, 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 how does both of those elements work? Yeah. So the, the, the as far as, you know, like the, the question is, you know, if it was a playoff game, uh, I'd be able to play versus if it's not a playoff game, it's a meaningful game type of thing. What that comes down to is what, what I usually call the risk reward. You know, what is the risk that the player's taking to be able to play this game versus the reward? When the reward is a lot higher than the risk, then that's when the, when the player says, if it was a playoff game, I'd be there type of thing. Um, but if the risk is higher than the reward, you know, if it's a, a game that doesn't really mean anything, we're not going to move up in the standings. We're not going to go anywhere type of thing, you know, um, then the the risk is higher. So then the player is going to, we're going to most likely sit the player for that game type of thing. Now, as far as LeBron, you know, he's has the ankle, the ankle injury. Um, the one thing about ankle sprain, especially the one he had the high ankle sprain, and he probably also had a little bit of a 30 degree ankle sprain with the invert in the inside type of thing is that most players, when they come back to that, they're playing, they're capable to play. But they're not anywhere near 100% until like the actual offseason when they have time to rest it. So that's why you see LeBron out there with the hot pack. He wants to be stay mobile. He wants to maintain the mobility. You see him on a, on a, on a, uh, with the jump rope kind of kind of moving around, keep that that muscle, that area warm, the ankle warm, uh, because you don't want it to stiffen up. When you when when you when the ankle stiffens up, then he has what you what, what you call you lose mobility. So he can't be able to push off stuff like that. And if you can't push off of that, then that can create a little kind of a chain reaction and then some other issues can develop. And that's what you don't want to happen. Yeah. See, you know, look, as a fan, when I see LeBron over there in this little jumpsuit, he's you know, little, so I already know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the jumpsuit and he, you know, and he's cheering on his team, which is amazing. 
but he's like running and kind of like jumping around. I'm like, well, dude, you know, you should be out there. You know, that's, I just, that's, yeah, that's very that's, that's different money. That's very that's different. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, see, here's the thing about it. that's that's a little different thing because because what it is is what we call there's just two two things. There's what's called a controlled environment and uncontrolled environment. And controlled environments where you have complete control of where you're moving, where you're stepping. And uncontrolled environments, you got bodies flying at you, you got people coming at you, you got people hitting you. I mean, if you look at the injury that happened to LeBron, it, he he didn't. There wasn't anything that he could have done. It was basically somebody fell on him, type of thing, and that's where like the the injuries kind of occur, and that's where you kind of be able to kind of kind of control and be able to see what you do. Okay. Is there any uh, preparation or anything different that they are doing, being uh, LeBron or Anthony Davis, the Lakers in general, to to head into this playoff season for those two players? Yeah, I mean, one of them, they're you know they're trying to play smart as far as for the rest of the season. The the huge advantage of going into the playoffs is that you don't have back to backs. That's a huge advantage, and that's what's going to be kind of be in their favor right now. Both Anthony Davis and LeBron. So he plays a game. Uh, he has a day off. Most likely, probably won't practice that much. Maybe maybe just practice whenever he needs to for those days. But it kind of allows them at least 24 hours to minimum, minimum 24 hours to be able to rest it and get him ready for the next game. And that's oftentimes whenever we have players in the playoffs. I remember we had uh, we had Andrew Bynum a couple of years ago. He had a little bit of a knee issue type of thing, and we got him through the well, more than that. But obviously, um, yeah. we got him through the playoffs. Uh, but he only played the games and did very minimal practice during the uh, you know during the practice sessions, um, stuff like that. So that's what they you know that's a huge advantage of the playoffs. No back to backs type of thing. Obviously, they want to make sure they maintain the, the range of motion. They continue their rehab as far as strengthening it. And uh, last thing, obviously, you don't want any um, – you don't want it to re-aggravate it or have any setbacks. You know, you can want to make sure you monitor that. Really quick, one more question. Sure. Rehab, um, caring for the athletes, uh, treatment. Does home court advantage make a big difference, especially in the playoffs? Does that make a difference from your point of view when you're trying to help the players? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to kind of lead this because I kind of see it going kind of both ways. Number one, you have that player's sole attention. He's in a hotel room and you can access him whenever you want versus he's at home and goes home. And now he's doing this as he's, he's much more accessible. You're maybe even right next door to him. And is that what, am I on the right track? Yes and no. I mean, yeah, you're right that when you're on, on the road, you're in the same building, you're in the same floor. So the player, unless the player goes out to dinner, stuff like that, you have access to the player. You can treat him three, four times a day. You're there type of thing. Um, when you're at home, obviously, you have family, you have kids that kind of interferes. Um, after, you know, I've done it where I've gone to the player's homes and I've, I treated them. But, you know, you have to be polite and not that I'm not polite, but you know, they got family, they got issues. You kind of, kind of, you know, you got to work around that schedule type Different. of thing. So that's the advantage, the advantage. The advantage of being home then is that you have access to your own facility and you have everything to your disposal. So I'll give you a prime example. You know, you have this thing called a hydro works where it's it's underwater treadmill which allows the athlete to be able to jog and run and you lower their, their body weight. When you're on the road, you don't have access to stuff like that. Now, can you ask the opposing team, hey, can we borrow your HydroWorks? Most of the times the opposing team will be nice and allow you, but hey, it's competition. They can easily say, nope, it's being utilized. Hey, it's it's broken today, so it cannot be used, <laughs> you know, <laughs> quote no. unquote. So being at home, you have you, you have all your amenities, you have all your rehab tools, stuff like that. So that's the, the advantage of also being at home. Excellent. Are we good? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're good. good. We're excited. So we're good. I, I just hope everybody just stays healthy. That's it, right? Uh, just stay healthy. Just work. Hey, well, no, I'm sorry. One more question. Go ahead. Who determines? Who determines? Like, if they can play? Like, I mean, because I know athletes sometimes may lie or or stretch the truth for how they feel. How do you determine if they're if they're telling the truth about how they feel? Uh, one, I mean, it, it, it's hard if, if, if uh, on that part, but oftentimes you can see how they're, they're moving, their mechanics type of thing, um, how they're feeling, their experience. Also, if it's an experienced player, um, you know, someone like LeBron, if LeBron comes to you, I remember when, when Kobe would come to us, hey, you know what? Yeah, I can't go. You you knew that he wasn't lying because Kobe would always want to try to go type of thing. You know, it was something serious. Um, so, you know, just as an athletic trainer, as a sports medicine, as they say, when you're an athlete on the court, you, you, you kind of have to learn and know your personnel. Um, I had to learn and, and understand who the players were, who, you know, the, the, who had a higher pain tolerance, who had a lesser pain tolerance type of thing. But at the end of the day, it's almost like a, a team decision with the players involved, the, the sports medicine staff is involved, the general managers also kind of involved, the coach is also kind of involved. Um, and we kind of make a unified decision as to whether the player is going to play. And again, it, go, it co comes down to the risk reward um, concept. If the player is going to play, is there a higher risk that he or may make it worse or is the reward higher than the risk? Excellent. Great stuff, Marco, as always. Thank you so much. Please, as you usually do, let our listeners know how they can keep up with you. 
Sure. Um, if you guys are interested, uh, follow me on Instagram at Marco A. Nunez 17. Every week I put down a sports medicine tip of the week. And this week I'm talking about tibialis posterior tendonitis. So follow me on Instagram. Thank you, guys. There you go. Thank you so Thank much, you. Marco. We'll Appreciate see you next you, week. Okay. So that's some good information. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we should feel confident in our team heading in, right? Yeah. I mean, with the seventh seed, you know, um, it, 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 we got put in that situation. So look, let's, I will say it like this, you know. LeBron has never been part of a playing game. So this is something that he's never done. So this will, if we go in from a playing game to a championship, this is uh, another mark, Notch, check another. mark on something that he's never done and, and adds another paragraph um, to the story. Really? Because all I see is LeBron haters saying, "Well, you shouldn't have been in that position." Well, well, I mean, they shouldn't <laughs> have been. I mean, but it was, but it was the you know the injuries. It had a lot yeah. of crazy injuries, and so you, I give them the pass on their seating uh, right now, um, as long as they're healthy. And we've always said that. I mean, Laker fans have been saying that for the past get two into three the, months. Get, into get the in there and uh, be healthy, and uh, we'll see what happens after that. Um, I've seen us play against Steph. For the past um, a couple of times, now the first time we lost, but I mean, people forget that we were up fourteen, you know, in the fourth quarter, and then mm -hmm. Steph went crazy, and then the next two games we l learned how to defend that team plus Steph, and so we won those games going away. So I just think that once we get back into this, this, you know, uh, the playoffs. I mean, even though it's a into playoff game, it is. It's, 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 the just gonna, start it's just going to be. It's just going to be a different. Uh, I think intensity. I think the Lakers have been waiting to get back into into the playoffs to show that last year was not a Mickey Mouse ring, as people are calling it now. Like, there's not a fluke. And so now, you know, it's it's, it's, it's go time. And I, I think didn't everyone actually did the finger. Just, you I, know, I think the Mickey Mouse ring. Oh, yeah. They don't, they, yeah, yeah no. you can't do that. No, no, but you can't yeah. call it Mickey Mouse ring. Right. I mean, but that's what they did. They're, they're real rings. They're, they're yeah. real rings. They really are. Hey, man. And they were yeah. beautifully designed by Jason of Beverly Hills. Yeah. If you haven't seen that episode, you need to find it, please. So I agree with, with LeBron. You know, he says whoever created this playing game needs to be fired because why do we have to go to this? We're the seventh seed. We should be going ahead and play the third seed and go ahead and rock it, right? Well, we're going to see the ratings for this game. And when this, these ratings everything. and these ratings go through the roof, that shit is going to be here to stay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go. We've go. got a lot to get to. Uh, let's take a quick break. Let's support our sponsors. Jesse Brown at Keller Williams Real Estate. Real estate is hot right now, right? We have some friends that are looking for homes, and they're not easy to find. They're not. They're not easy to – well, they may be easy to find, but they're not easy to get. So yeah, you man. definitely need a good realtor on your side. Absolutely. Jesse Brown's your girl. We'll be right back. Jesse Brown with Keller Williams Realty. Keller Williams Realty of South Bay. Whether it's residential, commercial, buying, selling, or leasing, Jesse Brown does it all. 310-766-1660 or visit her online, www.jessebrown.kw.com. Jesse Brown, habla español. 310-766-1660. They love it. What right. is my favorite part of uh, this commercial? Uh, the habla. Habla espanol. Well, it's almost like in a question, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. almost like, uh, habla espanol? Did I say it right? Did I say is it right? right? <laughs> is that how you say it? Exactly. exactly. I mean, no, 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 that's how Simpson says it. That's how Simpson says it. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you again. Thank you for joining us, the Profanity Nation podcast. We have Money Mike. Stat Pat and yes, Sista yes. in the house, and we are streaming live on the Clubhouse app via Los Angeles Lakers Fan Club. You know why? Because we are the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers. And we're going to be talking to them in a minute. We're going to bring them on there in a minute. Yeah. Okay. So you make sure um, your guys are paying attention. For a second, guys, uh, <laughs> I, I want to give a shout out because we had some fun on Friday night. We oh, did. absolutely. We, we, we were guests on another show, uh, a family show here for uh, the Good News Network, and we had a blast. Uh, we yeah. were on Ladies Night on the TGN Network. If you haven't downloaded the TGN app, you really need to do that. That is on Apple. That is on um, Android. Android. You're ready to go. Our show streams there live. It's one of, along with uh, the fan club, the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse, it's one of the only spots you can hear us live. Other than that, you're going to hear a recorded audio right. of our show. So uh, you definitely want to go there. But we had a blast on the show. It was yeah. fun. Uh, 
out. Yeah. <laughs> Money Mike stepped in right away. Again, yeah, you know, time, but but yeah, ladies' I, night. Give yeah, a shout I, out. I gave a lot of different opinions on that show. Ladies' night. <laughs> yeah, I hope y'all don't hate us, ladies. Yeah, you know? yeah, but yeah. it was a Friday night. It was, it was yeah, a Friday night. Yeah, Friday night, man. We had someone truly with some truly. Yeah, exactly. You know? Going on. Yeah, it was a different show. It was ladies' night, so you have some trulys, right? Yeah, it worked out. Hey, it got me where I needed to be, man. It worked. It worked exactly. So that was a great time. So shout out to the ladies over there. Thank you so much. Um, okay, guys. So uh, as we know, the Lakers won tonight. Uh, so I believe, if I'm correct, they finished with a record of 42 and 30. Uh, 42 wins, 30 losses, and um, they have to play Golden State. Now, how is this? How, how is this game not a play-in? But the next one isn't this a play-in to get into the play-in of the play-in of the play-in? <laughs> Am I confused? Fill me in. Okay, so basically, so. So it's going to be the seven versus uh, seven and eight seed, mm-hmm. uh, seven versus eight, and then nine versus ten. So the winner of the seven eight seed is automatically going to go into the playoffs okay. uh, at the seven seed. The loser of the seven eight matchup is going to play the winner of the nine ten uh, matchup, and whoever wins that game then becomes the eighth seed. And so, so if you are in the nine ten, you have to win two games to get into the playoffs. You have to beat the nine or whoever wins the nine ten, and then whoever comes to Got loser. You. Of if the you're seven, a seven eight. eight, you just have to win one yeah. game to get in. Yeah. Okay, I understand, and you get two chances. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I understand that. Um, we'll get to our thoughts on that really quick. Yeah. Okay, because there's a lot to talk about there. But that that is their record currently. Um, let's regress a little bit, and because I, I really want to talk to Clubhouse about that, but but let's right. hold really quick before mm-hmm. we get to Clubhouse. Uh, Money Mike. Yes. How was the game? Oh, it was great. Yeah. I think that was an outstanding game. It was out, yeah, I went to the uh Lakers Knits. Um it was it, a good game. Yeah, it was Julius it was a great Randall, game. Amazing. Randall man, and honestly it was probably about sixty forty Lakers. There was a lot of Knits fans in there. You know, it was about five thousand people. But I'm, look, man, look, it was completely amazing. What I the first thing I loved was they moved all the barricades out to the street. And when they moved all the barricades out to the street, you go into the metal detector, and now all the Star Plaza, if you guys ever been in the Staples Center, is completely open. And it was if imagine just walking into somebody's house and then walking out and walking back in. That's what you're able to do in inside Staples because all the doors open. So I was like, hey, I need to go take a picture of my Jeff Hamilton jacket in front of the staples. I didn't yeah. do it in the beginning. I just walked right out. It wasn't like, can I get back out and come back in? Exactly. No re-entries and none of that stuff. You were just able just to walk out, take the picture, walk back in. It was amazing. The seats were great. You know, you were social distance, so uh, everything was apart. The only thing that sucked was the food. But hey, just eat before you. Know, you know, it's expensive. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive anyway. So you know, exactly. Yeah. So if you ever have an opportunity to go during COVID. Uh, to the stable center, obviously, you know, you got the, um, you know, you got to have to be negative and or have the vaccine, or have the vaccine all yep. that type of stuff. But after you get past that, it's a great experience to go to the game. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, I had a chance to go to a uh, banner ceremony. And uh, like you said, it was amazing. I do like uh, the fact that All-Star Plaza is now inclusive. Mm-hmm. I would like them to keep that. Yeah, um, I would love them. They, it would be nice mm-hmm. because it gives you more outdoor space. There really is none. You're stuck mm-hmm. inside. Uh, there's tables out there. Like you said, those statues almost feel like they should be a part. And you should have more time to access right. those instead of rushing in your ticket. And then it's time to leave. So uh, I really like that as well. Um, I, I have some thoughts on the banner ceremony. I, I went with my girlfriend, Christine, and uh, the event was great. Don't get me wrong. Lakers always uh, a high class. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, I this hadn't dawned on me, but then I kind of thought about it. <clears throat> and um, <laughs> uh, then I kind of thought about it. And, um, you know, my girlfriend brought up a point and said, you know, it, it's banner night. It's It's the 17th championship, which is huge for the Lakers. Uh, LeBron even came out and said as much. He said, Hey, we had our ring night. This is for you. This and that. Um, was he a bit underdressed in his cutoff sweat shorts and such <laughs> for such a big event? Uh, this is something that I really wouldn't have thought of, but then as my girlfriend brought it up and I was like, okay, let's watch the game, babe. You know, but then as I thought about <laughs> it, I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure that other players that we know of that have that 
Laker caliber probably would have shown up in a pretty slick suit. At least wore some pants. So a slick pants, suit. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't know. I, obviously, you're grasping. You're looking at much. I just want to put that out there. I, I'd like to hit Clubhouse uh, in a little bit and see see what they say about that as well. Um, <laughs> because uh, she brought up again. I didn't think about it much. But then uh, as it started to dawn on me. I mean, look, I would prefer him coming in the suit obviously yeah, because it's, you know it's a, the occasion the occasion you know calls for it however if you know if i'm if i'm going to ding lebron on his his attire it's not is i can't you know i don't want to be that fan you know i don't want i don't want to be so that. nitpicky yeah it's like i'm really we doing this you're right we really you're I mean, right, you're I mean, right. But, and i get it and, and we would like i said i would prefer but I'm not gonna knock him for it. You know, I'm not gonna kill him for it. I mean, it's yeah. like you know, because I mean, I mean, kill him more. It's like I would just like to say, much like yourself. I mean, it, I didn't know if I was gonna make it into that banner ceremony, but I had plans to. And if I did, I had plans as to what I was gonna wear. Right. I was wearing the Jeff Hamilton jacket that we received from Jeff. That's right. Uh, I was gonna wear. The, I knew that I was dressing to the occasion. He wore cutoff sweats that I'm sure were $500, but they're still cutoff sweats. Yeah, I'm going to go to Clubhouse <laughs> Let's at, see. after this, though. But I would have preferred for him to actually be wearing like a Laker jersey, you know, something, some shorts. Just something. You know maybe. what I mean? Maybe be on the bench, you know, actually touch the ball, maybe shoot a couple of times <laughs> during regulation. That's just that, me. Oh, you actually <laughs> play. Gotcha. It but, took me a second. To but let, let, let's, let's go to uh, Clubhouse. Blink your mic if you have an opinion about LeBron's attire. That is awesome. I don't think we have anybody. Nobody has an opinion, huh? Awesome. All right. Yeah, okay, we Crispy. Go. We got Crispy. I think. Yeah. Um. Me personally, man, I'm a I'm a very comfortable person, and I feel like he went comfortable. You know, he didn't want to overdress it. Um. I don't really like wearing suits myself, <laughs> so that's probably my take on it. But yeah, gotcha. come as you are, sure, as you are. Uh, all right, Alan, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think LeBron always kind of has like a very like free flowing style. Um, he he kind of you know comes in you know most games kind of very comfortable. But but I would say um, for Banner Night, it might have been a better you know look to kind of have a little bit more uh, um, kind of I don't know more style in terms of not just being casual. But I think I think he usually rocks whatever is more ca- casual for him. All right, we're fifty fifty on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. It's like, again, it's something it's not, I, I wouldn't have thought of. I wouldn't have thought of it. Yeah. I really wouldn't have. But yeah. uh, it, it is a point. It is a point when you compare. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, let's, we'll get back to uh, Clubhouse and we'll talk to them about the seating and all that stuff. But but let's go first to uh, an incredible event. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a uh, legendary now Hall of Fame uh, member, Laker, uh, Kobe Bryant, was inducted into the Hall of Fame. An amazing ceremony. Yeah. Uh, I know that you were texting. Us yeah, I was texting, dude. I was in tears. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, it yeah. got to me. It got <laughs> yeah. to me. I didn't think it was going to. And I didn't watch it live, actually. Right. No, I, I watched I, it live. I, I didn't because I knew if I watched it live and if I would have sat through everything because, you know, the culmination of all of those uh, those guys, you know, speaking. Especially when KG and KG says, you know, it's an honor for me to come in this class with you and talking to Duncan, you and Cole. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, here we go. No. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, I just knew it. And then, you know, of course, you know, you got Rudy. I mean, I, I forgot Rudy Rudy T yeah. was a part of this class, too, you know, and yeah. his, you know, never underestimate the heart of a champion. I got teary eyed on that because, you know, you hear about the, t- the championships, you put yourself right there, you know, and yeah, man. Um, the Kobe, the Kobe, uh, and Vanessa just knocked it out. Dude, of the I just, you knew she was going to do that, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was just, I was just sitting there the whole time, and I'm just wiping my tears, and I'm like, dude, like I need to stop. I'm a month, you know, my friends. I'm not by myself. You know what? You know what I mean? It was, I think it's great. I yeah, think it's great. But um, yeah, you know, you just you you in that moment, you you know how much. Uh, Number one, he did for the Lakers. How much? How much he did for the game? You know, and what he did for everybody else, just the regular general, you know, public, and and how many? And and, you know, and he he was a player that didn't, um, 
you know, really say, hey, I'm over here donating this stuff. You know, he didn't take a whole lot of publicity, but he did a whole lot of stuff for people that people didn't even know about unless you actually researched them, things like that. And then again, what's most the most amazing thing for me is the fact that as soon as he retired, he turned all of his focuses on his family, on his girls, trying to be there for them. And, you know, I have two daughters, and that's all I do. Everything I do, I think about my daughters. How can I help them be there for them? You know, my daughter asked me two weeks ago, Daddy, I got a try soccer tryout. Can you take off? Okay, well, I guess I'm taking off because my daughter asked me to take off for work to go see her. So, you know, so not only – what he did for the game for 20 years. And that was just amazing. But how he treated his daughters that you knew they loved that. It's just, man, like watching Vanessa just. I have a question got really me. quick. Yeah. Did, uh, I believe you would have taken off work anyways, but does, does Kobe being so outspoken about that kind of make you feel a little bit like, yeah, I, I should. And it's actually the right thing to do but and be you know what? more yes. vocal about so, it, where maybe you would have told work, oh, I just have something to do. Now you're like, no, no, I'm going to my daughter's game. And that's important. But you know what? It's not it's not even that. I definitely if I would never have even known Kobe, I still would have been doing the same thing for my daughter. Exactly. But the fact that that man is so busy and got so many other people pulling, tugging at him and he still has that you know, focus to do, to be the same thing mm -hmm. towards his daughters mm -hmm. as I am to mine. To me, that's the most amazing thing personally. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he's, he's, an, he was an example. Um, he made the girl dad thing, you know, um, something to be proud. Of. I mean, guys are all, always proud of their children, but you know, you always had that dude that, that, you know, that ass that always be like, you know, you got to get a boy, man. You got to get a boy. You know, you got these girls, man. You got to get a boy. And they do was like, man, I don't need boys. I'm good. I'm hella good. And, right, now, right. and everybody is now like, you know, they're, they're, you know, you know, looking within themselves, you know, and being like, you know what? Hell yeah. I got, I'm, you know, I got my girls and mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing this thing <clears throat> for my girls because of course, I mean, and I and obviously I have I have two girls myself, so you know I, you know, hundred percent, you know, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna ride for our daughters, and, like and that's and I think Kobe just made it, you know, I don't know if I want to say made it, you know, popular made it cool. or made it cool, yeah, you know, made but, it cool. no, no, no you're it, absolutely but, right. And, it's, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, like I'm gonna yeah. tell you really like really how he made it cool because I know I was talking to my homeboy one time, and like when my daughter was in dance, I was over there watching. Her do the dance, and it was all the other moms over there looking at what, what you doing here, Dad? Like, you know, you know, where's your wife? I was like, No, dude, this is my daughter. I'm, I'm gonna be here for my daughter. You know, exactly. you know, what I'm saying like it's it's those type of things. Like you're you're out of place because and everybody looking at you like, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. Type of feeling. You get that feeling. You know, unfortunately, from other you know moms and stuff that you know. But I'm there for my daughters. But when, when Kobe did it, said I'm girl dad. Then it was like, oh. He's a girl dad. Definitely, he definitely made what everybody should be doing anyway. Cool. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. I think cool is the absolute perfect word for it. Um, but he did something more. He did something more because he actually took it a whole nother level. And by making it so mainstream, he made it really uncool not to be there for your daughter right that's right. right okay so it's not just cool to be there it's actually dude oh your daughter has a game and if we had a meeting and you're why are you here right you know it'd be like no we'll get, go you know so he actually made it uncool to miss your daughter's events mm -hmm. right so yep, that's absolutely. that's that's a huge step forward absolutely uh, i'd be curious what clubhouse has to say let's go there yeah hey um blink your mic if you have something about uh kobe's uh ceremony Anoop, I see you, brother. I, I can't hear you. Oh, sorry. Since, there we go. Uh, yeah, you can hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah we hear about that. Okay, great. Yeah, Bay Area Laker fan since 1986. Nice. Um, love, love the ceremony. Really, really sad about it, though. I mean, even with all the stuff that's happened with COVID, you know, last year uh, when Kobe went, that was like still oof, so, so tough. Um, but, uh, you know, his wife was very strong. Uh, so that was really positive to see. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't know how, I don't know what else to say about, uh, that at least, uh, you know, when, when he went in, he went in with Tim Duncan, one of his, uh, 
fiercest rivals, right? And that's that's pretty incredible. And then uh, Kobe and KG had the, those finals as well. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's a great class. Uh, you know, I actually had some comments about the, the Lakers and some questions for you guys because I haven't actually paid that much attention this year just with the injuries and being busy, so I haven't really watched as much. Could you guys talk a little bit about the – the Lakers' chances this year, um, and uh, who do you think are maybe the third and fourth best players on the team? Thanks. Okay, well, in terms of chances, I mean, once we get past this playing game, it sets up perfectly for the Lakers. I mean, you think about it, if we be, um, they have the matchup with the Suns, I think we we should be the favorite in that series. I don't care who has home court advantage. I think we just match up really good with uh, yes. you know, against them. And then you will play um, – you know, uh, the winner of the three-six matchup would be um, would be Denver, the, Portland. De- Denver, Portland. So <laughs> we know I think, what happens I, with Denver. Yeah, I think we got both of them, and so you don't play Utah or the Clippers or Denver and, until I mean, excuse me, um, uh, Dallas until we get to the uh, the Western Conference Finals. So the, the path to get to the finals is, I think, is advantageous for the Lakers. Of course, got to get through the pay- playing game. But and then being health, healthy right now at this time, you can see. I mean, the Lakers had to win what five in a row. They won five. They in won row? five in a row. I mean, <laughs> you know, they knew what they had to do, and they got and they accomplished that. And so, I don't think that the intensity is going to go down. I think it now is going to ratchet up, and you see that. I mean, if anything can tell us well how we played in the bubble, if we bring in that same game to these playoffs, yeah, they're in trouble. The league in trouble. What do you think, Money? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, um, are, are there any concern on your behalf? I mean, I it's a little bit of concern. Like, you know, this whole playing game, that one elimination type type of game, anything could kind of happen, and that's what I hate. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm the same way with I love it. Yeah, I mean yeah. I love it because you're gonna see what this team really has. If you have a, a just Look. like college, man, one game. Well, You're yeah, because see, look, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something right there now. There is no tomato. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Like <laughs> Steph Curry ain't playing. You know what I mean? He he is oh, not he's... playing. I mean, he had 31 points in the second half. You know, so oh, he's he, gonna play. Two yeah, games. he's not playing. And 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 <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did. Yeah. There, man. <laughs> so so we just gotta make sure that we tame the beast of him, so that way we could go ahead and just get into the whole playoff thing. And and then I think we definitely have our chances to be able to win. He did also say about like the second, I mean the third and fourth best players on the team. That's right. So go for who, it. No, well, I'm just we can just pass that around. Who, who yeah. do you guys think? Because I mean, uh, I think uh, we we got to go with Trez. Okay. Um, and then uh, as far as as best players are important, I think Trez and Caruso. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Schroeder has to step up and be the guy that I'm. I feel the third best player in on the team um he, he, i think first of all his he's playing for a contract right now so he's going to have to show to that he's worth more than the 21 million dollars that he i think he tore down from the lakers so um he's going to have to go out there and show and prove um i think he's capable of it um but i'm really going to put a lot on his on his on his back um fourth pl- best player um that i would think on the Lakers contract. I mean, I, I want to say Trez, but important. I think also Kuz need to step up too as well. I mean, I think he has it in him, but does he need to be? I don't. I don't think. But Kuz just needs to be Kuz. But Kuz, what is, what, but what is that at this point in time? What is that? Good because question. if we're saying Kuz has to be Kuz, then Kuz is very inconsistent. Yeah, you so, know, so so that's where I'm with with Kuz. You need to be a little bit more consistent. You know, you know I actually love the fact that we had kept Kuz on that trade, and now I'm really like, dude, Kuz is like one of the luckiest one <laughs> to still be on this team. You know, because you sit, you have seen, uh, you know, Bi and you know Lamelo and all and all these people at sell, you know, pass and have been playing better than what Kuz is on a consistent level. Um, so, yeah, um, but to answer the question, I definitely think Caruso is, is very important. He makes the most key play defensive plays that uh, than anybody on the team, personally, I feel. Like, he gets in those lanes, and he 
Caruso to me. Is he, he seems to be the player that helps to to change the odds from 50-50 on those balls absolutely. to 60-40 Lakers yeah, way. Say that. And that's, that's just enough. That's absolutely. Just enough. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. it seems to me. That's accurate. Yeah, absolutely. And then I, and I think Schroeder also because, uh, you know, he need, he he's able to run the offense when LeBron is not on the floor. So, um, you know, we need that him to be able to do that and just be consistent as well. I would love for it to have been cools, but I just don't trust him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else have anything? Any, anything else? Uh, Clubhouse? Anybody in Clubhouse want to go, go Any questions? In? Anybody want to uh, comments about what we're talking about? No, it looks clean. Okay. Uh, I, have cool. a, yeah. I have a question. Oh, here we go. Please go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is Vikasa. I was just going to say that I think. Uh, you guys are right. Like I think Schroeder and Drummond need to be that three and four, um, if if the Lakers uh, really want to play, because both of those guys, you know, Drummond inside and Schroeder, with his, uh, you know, you know, knack for scoring and uh, you know making sure the offense runs, um, those those two guys have to be super important because if Drummond is doing well inside, that means you know Drummond and AD are going to be dominating, um, and that's ultimately you want to do. You want to pound them pound every team inside um, but is is ad's game relying on drummond i don't, I don't think so well, see, I, think, I, I think ad game uh, you know well i think drummond helps ad's game oh, yeah, because ad is able to be out you know in the perimeter yeah and then then drummond is able to you know to be in the post where he preferred to be um you know ad is a pretty good passer too and and i've seen their, their 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 chemistry where he's able to see you know see Drummond cutting to the basket when they go to you know go to AD you know he, uh, Drummond's able to get a dunk so I think they definitely need to find if, if out of everything that needs to happen Drummond and AD need to have the best chemistry in this playoff run mm-hmm. you know that's that's just what I feel about that yeah um I do like um. When Trez and Schroeder are on the same pl- same page, um, they they run a lot of pick and roll, a lot of, yeah. a lot of pick and roll action, and they get the, the easy buckets. Um, but going back to what you guys were saying about Caruso, I mean, and I apologize, really, if I had to revisit my, I, I really do believe he's that important. I've seen him too many times in yeah. last year in the playoffs mm-hmm. when he came into the fourth quarter, and I'm like, well, "Where's Caruso? We need Caruso <laughs> yeah. in the game." Yeah, where's you Caruso? couldn't believe you were saying it. Like, right. Where's Caruso? At? I mean, we're we're all huge Caruso fans, yeah, right. of course, being South Bay Lakers season yeah, ticket absolutely. holders, and yeah. we watched him grow there. He was on many other teams before that, but in South Bay, he really blossomed. So, so we're fans, but even last year, we were kind of like. Really, we're we're clamoring to get Caruso in this game, but he made the difference. I mean, Man, he Caruso. literally made us forget about Avery Bradley like that. Like it wasn't even a con- like we were like is Avery Bradley really doing what he's doing right now? Like I mean, yeah, he he's more seasoned, but at the same time, Caruso was giving us that that hustle, you know, that just grit. Like I said, that you know, I mean, just able to go ahead and play that defense in his face, like grind. Just I mean, I mean, can't wait to see him get back on the floor, man, and do it in the playoffs again, man, because he's he's definitely. Uh, difference maker. Yeah, you know what? It, it, bringing that up, bringing up Schroeder, and uh, it made me think of something. And this is totally off topic, but I'm just going to bring it up, and I'd like to see what Clubhouse says here. Uh, I am correct in the fact that New Orleans has not re-signed our boy Lamelo. Correct? Hey, I think he come. I want him back. <laughs> okay, hang on. Who, Lonzo. I'm taking, I'm I'm taking Lonzo. Right? Uh, Lonzo. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Lonzo Ball. Uh, they have not signed our boy Lonzo. And uh, what is Lonzo asking for? Do we know at all? You got to be asking for twenty million. 20, 20 million. Okay, well, isn't that what Schroeder turned down? From the About Lakers, he, he, it was eighty-four million. We offered him four years, eighty-four. Okay, yeah. so I, I'm just bringing I'm that up. Back. I'm just going to set that out I'm ta- there. I'm taking Lonzo to back. say New Orleans isn't biting on Lonzo and like I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you guys for I that see, money, for that the, money. What, what, a, what a lot of people do not realize about Lonzo Ball is when LeBron got hurt that season. We were playing 500 basketball because Lonzo Ball was there. As soon as Lonzo Ball, you know, got hurt, we fell out the playoffs. And he's a much better player now than he was back then. So um, I see that. I know that's completely off topic, but I really like to see does the, the, the clubhouse reaction, please. Anybody, anybody? I know, I know, my girl Allison. If she was here, she would want Lonzo back. Anybody else want Lonzo back? What? I'm here, man. I'm oh, okay. Here. Let me hear from you, Allie. Oh my goodness, I heard Lonzo was being discussed. I had to come speak up. Lonzo <laughs> Ball needs to be back in a Lakers jersey. 
I won't sleep until it's done. We nice. find a trade. Dennis Schroeder for Lonzo, straight up. Oh, well, I've, <laughs> I've, I've heard, actually. You're not a huge uh, Schroeder fan, correct? No, I, I love Schroeder. I don't love Schroeder for $100 million. For that's, real. That's, exactly. That's the thing. You know, you can like a nice car, but they tell you it's a million dollars, you're walking away. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> if I'm going to spend $100 million, I want a 23, 24-year-old point guard with high basketball IQ, unmatched defensive skills. That's who I want as my point guard, to be AD's point guard. Lonzo Ball's that guy. That's it. That yeah, pick and roll yeah I agree. I'm salivating. I'm salivating. Anybody, that's a anybody that's else? Look your mic if you have something to say. I don't see anybody. All right, cool. All right. No problem. Oh, no, Alex. Oh, yeah. Alex. Go. go ahead, Alex. Yeah, so uh, I, I think, you know, yeah, the Lakers would be a good fit for Lonzo. But I think Lonzo personally is probably going to make a different move, and it'll probably be one of those, you know, uh, in spite of the Lakers move. And I think he might go to the Clippers. And I feel like that would be a good destination for him too. Um, especially how, how the, how the Lakers did him. you know, they did him dirty and, and, you know, sent him away, him being a, a LA or not LA, I guess Chino Hills. I'm not quite sure where that is in relation to, to Los Angeles, but I just don't see him wanting to go back to the Lakers. Instead, I could see him going to the Clippers Oh, um, this guy. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, no, <laughs> that's that's, real. that's real. But it makes sense. And honestly, look, I mean, what what better way to? I mean, to, to, make, give, to uh, give back like really, dude, like to, to really to get do back what you to LA do and, and get back to L.A. and do what you have to do and show them and across, have a uh, career and, and let them know. Now, I also think but, that but, you know the a, Knicks is, isn't also a, a, a you know um, oh back with Randall. Yeah. Him and Randall. Yeah. I mean, they'll with, pay. You know, they they'll money. pay. And if, and honestly, you're right. I mean, I like that. I'm gonna tell you right now, dude. Don't sleep on the Knicks' free agent potential now. Finally, finally, there. I think with Tibbs and their people start seeing direction. Now, if you want to play 40, 40 games, forty you know minutes a game, and you know, and, and blow out your out, <laughs> if that's what you want to do, <laughs> come and, come to New York and collect checks. <laughs> you can go ahead and do that. I'm just saying, but you'll get your name in the paper. You're gonna go ahead and get Guaranteed. that. I mean, it's it's what it is. <laughs> you know, so you don't, know, don't sleep on them either. Him coming to the, oh, like I was saying, the Clippers. It's, well, that's a great story either way. If he comes back to the Lakers and win the championship with the Lakers, that's a great story. If he comes back to the Clippers and plays well and never wins the championship, that's another great story. Dude, <laughs> if you think about that, yeah. dude, think about Caruso and Lonzo Ball at the top, man, for real. Like, that's, yeah. that's handcuffs, bro. That's, right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's literally happened. straight okay. jacket. Yeah. All right, we've got a lot to continue with. Uh, I would like to discuss next year's class. Yes. Going into the hall. Oh Let's talk about that because we have some questions I'm there. I'm disgusted. Yeah, you're disgusted. Yeah, you I have some disgusted. thoughts. disgusted. Like, are y'all serious? You, you have some thoughts on that. So don't go I need, anywhere. I need some help. I need help from everybody. This all right. All right. All right, Clubhouse. All right. We're going to come back to you guys. Definitely. <laughs> Money Mike needs your help here. All right. Don't go anywhere. You're watching or listening to the Profanity Nation podcast. I am your host, Simsta, along with Money Mike and Stat Pat. We are streaming sure. live on the Los Angeles Lakers fan club room in Clubhouse. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Be sure to visit the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center for all your 420 needs. They have everything from baby jeeters to stizzy cartridges, fuzzies, pre-rolls, great deals on eighths, raw garden diamonds. They have your gear. They have Papa and Barkley relief patches. After a hard workout, you need those CBDs. You know that. They have plenty of edibles to choose from. Be sure to hit up the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center. They still can't get this enough. This is so ridiculous. They man. still cannot get it enough. Sound like, it sounds like hey, I think this this should be played <laughs> at midnight. Like, <laughs> like call, this prime call, time. Call eight seven seven. No man, man that's a, that's horrible. <laughs> right. That's horrible. Hey, thank you for your life, though. Nothing to get you off. Your life, we love you. And uh, the commercials working because they're happy. So yeah, it, I mean that, that's, that's, that's what matters. matters. They, they pay the bills. That's what matters, you guys. Okay, so uh, before we left, we teased that we're going to talk about uh, this awesome new class. No. I mean, Okay, oh my gosh. hang on. Money. First of all, this is ridiculous. this class that just went in: Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant. Let's just stop there, really quick. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next year's money. Hey, don't sleep on Tamika catching. No, no, yeah, no, no. I mean, she's part of like that's my girl. Yeah, I'm telling you, like she was. This 2020 class is top to bottom, like. Well, see, here's the thing: they always have an on year and off year because they obviously have to get. Pick somebody to be in the Hall of Fame. 
there's plenty. Yeah, I mean, but there's of plenty of players. Like we, I mean, Michael Cooper, which I personally don't a great player. Don't think he's really a Hall of Famer, but I mean, dude, Ben Wallace. I mean, look, I get it. I. You know, I, I'm looking at the stats. I just don't understand. Like this dude averaged five. This dude is I mean, like, five point seven points a game, nine rebounds. I got it. He was a rebound champion for one year. Um, he was all you know, uh, defensive player of the year four times. But I mean, but look at his career stats, man. Six thousand points, ten rebounds, ten thousand rebounds. Like I don't think I think he was an above average player. Like I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, at all, you know, I, I could roll with Paul Pierce and and Weber, you know, uh, and I even kind of questioned Weber, but I went over there and said, okay, yeah, I see his numbers were, were kind of good, but I, can, I can't roll with Ben Wallace. Like, why Why is Ben Wallace even touching the Hall of Fame? So, or is it just me? No, 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 I don't think so. Um, uh, but I was, I was thinking about the list, and I remember back in the day, like. When someone is eligible or even playing, you know, you say the words first ballot Hall of Famer, right? You 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 see a guy, you see him killing it, and then you're like, okay, that's a first ballot guy. Now, there's going to be a lot of Hall of Famers around, but you know somebody that's going to be first ballot. And that's what I think when it comes to Ben Wallace, I'm having a problem with it. I don't have a problem with him being in the Hall of Fame. But I do have a problem with him being eligible. I mean, is he first ballot? No, he's not first ballot. He retired in twelve. Okay, so so so, so he had to wait for, work for it. He had to wait for it. But no, don't and, in, that's second ballot. Though. But no, no. But see, at the same time, let's think about the defensive. I mean, when he was the actual like the defensive philosophy was around Ben Wallace. Like, come here, we see Wallace play good D, and Tayshawn Prince was awesome. But then you had like how many other guys that were like first team all defense rip? Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, what were the first team? She like she was not. I mean, you think of it, he played defense. I was, he like, to. If they put she in the Hall of Fame above Ben Wallace, I'm rocking with that. But what, then, what would he have over Ben Wallace? I mean, he had you. You you're going on points more and rebounds. He's a more technical. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? You're going on points and rebounds. I can't carry. I don't even have to look that one up. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know what? He had 40 technicals in one year. Yeah. You know that was that was the highest of all time. Yeah, okay. 40 technicals. I mean, I just yeah. I just think that you know if we're only looking at points and rebounds, then of course he doesn't get in. But if we're looking at dude when he was the defensive player of the year, ain't nobody were playing defense like that dude in the league, and we know that. But if we want to go ahead and deny it and say that's not enough, See, then, that's then I'm the okay point. with that. That I'm is okay my with point. That. Pat just brought it up. Is that if you're going into the hall, if you don't have the numbers, you have to be known for something, something specific. He's known as the defensive player of the year that was above and beyond anyone in that class anywhere close those years. Just beyond. That's what it um, is. He's not. The best rebounder that would probably go to Dennis Rodman, the smartest, smartest rebounder. Maybe, maybe not records wise, but still, if you had to get one rebound and so forth, I don't know. But again, did he affect the game? Were teams scheming against him? I mean, after after Kobe dunked on him in <laughs> <That's> the <okay>. game, <laughs> after he got baptized, uh, he pretty Does Clubhouse much. have anything to say <laughs> on that? Yeah, I, I don't know. Somebody help me, man. Explain to me why Ben Wallace is a is a Hall of Famer. Uh, who who do we have? Uh, Vikas, Vikas, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So he, he it's Vikas, by the way. But Vikas, he, here's Vikas. The thing. Yeah, here's the thing. I think winning. I think he was All NBA defense six times, and then he won Defensive Player of the Year four times. Right. I don't think. I think the only other player that I can think of in the last twenty years that's really played defense like that is Dwight Howard for this. You know his years in Orlando. And we haven't seen that otherwise for twenty years. So two out of the tw- you know two out of the twenty years, right? And mm-hmm. if we don't give a player like that, you know, if he can't get into the Hall of Fame, what do we say about defense? It's an it's a big thing. You know, you got to reward this defense uh, player of the year awards. You gotta you gotta sh- you know let these guys that defense is actually important. Otherwise, people will be like, okay, well, people who play defense don't get into the Hall of Fame. Then what do we say, mm-hmm. right? That's where I like that I like that he's going into the Hall. I'm super happy about that. I mean, I agree, I, I agree with that. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Snotty. I think Snotty's... Nah, I, I just had a quick... Yeah, I was just quickly saying I agree. Um, it's 
it's one thing to just be known as a defensive player, but to be the head of the class and and to really just put on and, and you can't you can't you, you gotta have people that wanna grow up and be like that too. I mean not everybody can be like the Kyrie and the Yeah, but I mean but I wanna grow up and be Dennis Rodman. You know, <laughs> not Ben really? Wallace. And no, I mean, well, well, no, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> I want to. I want to go up and be. If, yeah. If, when, when I think about the wedding dress, you'll take the wedding dress. I'm taking all. You taking the wedding dress? You gonna say be Robin? Have Robin's life? I'm taking all that. No, I'm oh, I don't. Know. Elected. I don't know if he understands. Understand. No, okay, okay, okay. Well, that's a whole different. I'm subject. talking about the basketball game. Yeah. But I'm talking oh. about. I'm talking about going to Vegas in the middle of the playoffs and doing that. And then coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The closest to that is wrong. Yeah. Who wanted to take a break to Run record his rap artist, his right. rap album? Yeah, but but what I'm saying though is, like I say, look, I want to be a you know defensive uh, stopper. I want to be a rebound leader. I'm thinking of Dennis Rodman. I'm not thinking of Ben Wallace. Yeah. Am I? Am but I? No, but then you're talking about what well, we're talking about generations though. Now we're talking about generations because if you're thinking that the kids today are looking at Dennis Rodman tape. There. They ain't doing that. But they ain't looking at Ben Wallace. Either. But yeah, who else? I mean, we, we, and the guy just gave you this, the, the numbers. They're looking he, at Howard. He, he just told you that oh, there were yeah. only two people in the last, you know, 20 years were able to put up the same numbers that Ben Wallace did. I mean, I know we were looking at his points of rebounds, but, man, I'm telling you, if – I mean, Matumbo can – I'm not saying that Ben Wallace stopped Shaq, and I know that's a, that's a, that's a fallacy. And anybody that tells me that – I'd be mad at him. But they did actually play one-on-one against us. They didn't double Shaq. And Shaq got his numbers, but he didn't make Shaq work. And so, I mean, that's a, a feather in his cap. He beat Kobe and Shaq. I mean, how many people have said they beat Kobe and Shaq in the in the, in Man, the, in the that was Chauncey Billups. Tayshon Dude, you can, you, look, man, I understand Rip. you do not want him to get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but I'm I, just saying I, there is there are, and if, if he's not in there, then I don't even want to talk about it. Ha, have they know, made a case? Have they changed I, your I, mind at all? No. Nah, because you came no. in here saying nah. he's him. Go ahead. Someone. Yeah, I was just going to say, man, I, I think what, I think that final series really just laid it out. You know what I mean? Like they, they, so here's, here's the scores from some of the games. They held the Lakers to 75 points. And this is Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, Gary mm-hmm. Payton, Carl Malone. And I get it. Carol, you know, Carl Malone and Gary Payton were, you know, towards the end of their, their prime. Injured. But, and probably honestly, Carl was on out. the verge of, of retirement. Okay. Carl, yeah. Carl's out, but Gary was still, was still hooping. But yeah, so they held the Lakers to 75 points. They held the Lakers to 99, um, 68. 68 points, 68, um, 80, and then 87 points. Like that, I don't know. I think, and that's because Ben Wallace was the anchor of that defense. Like he, and, and even one game he held um, Shaq, I got to look at the stats, but he, he held Shaq to like 14 points. It's just what he was able to do at 6'9", um, being undersized, being a center, and, and being known as the defensive anchor and just, Really, he, he protected the paint, and he it showed against that uh, the Lakers team in the finals. And I think he's he's more than deserving to, to make it in because basketball is not just an offensive game, especially when it comes down to the finals. You know, the saying is defense wins championships, and, and the Pistons showed it. Okay, so, so so your argument that's the one he's in there. So so your so argument your argument is you know because they the the, the that Lakers series got Ben Wallace to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think alongside with you know the the other accolades, the de- all defensive teams and whatnot, I think that final series, yeah, that 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 pushed it over to the top. I think that's reasonably fair. All right, I'd like to interrupt really quick, everybody. As we mentioned in the beginning of the show, we have a awesome giveaway tonight. We have a Space Jam, a new Legacy Monopoly game that we're giving away. Uh, what about if you, if you happen to be watching us online? We also have a shirt, the shirt that was given away at the banner ceremony for the Lakers. It's Raised Together 2020 uh, championship shirt. Um, but there's something that has to be done in order for you to qualify. If you haven't already, I know a lot of you on uh, the Los Angeles Lakers fan club room have already done this. But if you haven't already, please text the word Lakers to 22828. You will receive a text back that will ask you to send your email. Uh, once you send your email, you're added to our email list. And then you qualify for all the giveaways, including the Monopoly game, the shirts, the masks, the sweatshirts, everything that we may have, and uh, more coming up as we get into the playoffs here. So, again, please be sure to text Lakers to 22828. And Money Mike, 
we have a questions that happen now, or do we do that in a little bit? Uh, let's go to the break. And okay. We, what we're going to do is, as long as you, we have your name on the list, I'll ask you a trivia question. If you're able to answer that, we'll give you these prizes. We'll give you a chance. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And when we get back here, we have the trivia question, and then we have Money Mike's Out of Bounds, which is, of course, a favorite of the show. So don't go anywhere. You're watching or listening to the Profanity Nation podcast. Thank the you. Profanity. The Profanity the Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Oh, I love that commercial. So awesome. <laughs> That's the one that pushes the fan club. Okay. So, uh, again, if you haven't already, thank you for joining us, the Profanity Nation podcast. Uh, I am your host, Simsta, along with Money Mike and Stat Pat. We are live right now. We are live right now on the Clubhouse app in the Los Angeles Lakers fan club room because we are the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club. All right. So let's go there. Okay. Money Mike, you're up. Um, where are we going? <laughs> where are we going? Oh, you know what? Let's go ahead and start this trivia question off right now. There we go. Okay, uh, we're assuming everybody's already. If you uh, haven't texted already, or if you already have before, that's great. We just need to have your email. We have an email list here, so if you get called on to answer a question, you answer it, and your email's not on here, mm, you're probably not going to win this great prize. So be sure you did that. Okay, so do you, what do you want to do? You want to verify there first? Or no, no, no. They already know. Go ahead. They already know. They already know. Okay. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask this question. I think it's pretty easy. I'm going to look for the blinking lights. Whoever's able to answer that question for me, uh, you'll have a chance to win as long as we have your email. All right. So question is, give me the uh, player names from numbers 0, 1, 2, 3, and 4. The jersey numbers are 0, 1, 2, 3, and 4. Give me the five players. From what team? That from the Lakers. <laughs> you gotta at least add that. Dude, give me, give me the five teams. Okay, me. so we want to know quickly right now who are the players that that are wearing number zero, number one, two, three, and four. Yeah. Okay, wearing zero, one, two, three, and four. Bring your mic if you know the answer. Mic quickly. No googling. No googling. Uh, we got someone. We got nobody. Oh wow! Everybody's looking. They're scared. We All right. And five. Okay, I guess I'm winning. Four. Really? There's no one up there? Oh, Dr. Randy. All right, here we go. I saw Dr. Randy. Zero, zero to four? Yep. Yes. Zero to four. We'll start with we'll start with four. The goat. Alex right on. Caruso. <laughs> Three is A D. Two is A D squared. <laughs> one is KCP. And Zero is Kuzma. Beautiful. All right, Dr. Randy. Dr. Randy, we know you're in here, right? Yeah, so, Dr. Uh, Randy definitely he's in He's in there, he's so we'll make sure. Absolutely. Okay, All perfect. Right, congratulations. Congratulations. You go to. Tell uh, him what he's won. Oh, today you have won the Monopoly game with Sprint Limited Edition, New Legacy Space Jam with LeBron James on the cover. We will get that out to you. We will get that out to you. Randy, I know you know what to do. You're one of the moderators in the room, but congratulations. You can win also. Thank you. Thank you. That is awesome. Okay. Uh, let's you. Absolutely, Dr. Andy. Let's go ahead and move on now to I, – I personally love this segment. I like it. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. I'm always wondering what he's coming up with. I think people are going to rock with me on this. Okay. They, you they think, you think we're going to be with you on that one? Okay. So let's go ahead. Okay. So this is a segment that we uh, uh, lovingly call – Money Mike's out of bounds. Money Mike is going to go ahead, and he's going to pose a question in his thought, and he just wants to know, is he out of bounds with his opinion on this? Money Mike, you have the floor. Great. So this may be a little bit long because i got to plead my case a little bit. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, actually, you know, this it's, just, it's a replay thing. You know, I was watching it last year, and I've been watching it this year. And as I've been watching this instant replay, I, I – couldn't decide if I really liked it or not. And then, you know, when especially all the foul calls, you know, so they would call foul. I'm like, okay, that's not a foul. And then the referee wouldn't wouldn't overturn it. I'm like, we're literally asking the person who called the foul if they're going to overturn the foul that they called. Like, it, it, it became ridiculous to me when I'm watching it on TV. But when I went to the game, 
I was just so annoyed at the fact that they were calling these, that they were doing the same thing. They stopped the game. We killed the momentum. They go over there with the microphone and they say, this is overturned or whatever. I have decided outside of the last two minutes with who touched the ball out of bounds, I think they should get rid of this instant replay. Am I out of bounds? Very interesting. Very interesting. Let's go straight to Clubhouse, and then we'll finish up with uh, Stat Pat and myself. Go ahead, Clubhouse. Is uh, Money Mike out of bounds with his thoughts on replay? Should they eliminate it for the most part and only use it at the end of the games? Who do we got, Money? Uh, go ahead, blink your mic. All right, Crispy, go ahead. Um, Yeah, I don't think you're out of bounds, man. They should definitely um cut down the replays. I think they are a little bit too dramatic with it. Um, I feel right. like they replay everything right now, and um, I feel like they should use it during like critical points in the game to actually determine if a team should win or lose. So that's my take. Hey, like eleven. Right. So you're on the same hey, page. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Miss Rule. Miss Rule, you there? She's not there, huh? I am. All right, yeah. Alan. I'm I'm sorry, Miss Rule. What do you think? Sorry, I missed the question. So I think that they should get rid of uh, instant replay outside of the last two minutes of the game, even though if it's close. Do you agree or disagree with me? Outside of the last two minutes? Yeah, when they challenge, you know when they challenge the instant replay? Yeah. I think they should get rid of it during the game. I think it slowed the game down too much. What do you think? Um, I'm not opposed to it, honestly. Um, I think it actually it causes more issues in the last two minutes of the game. That's when the most of the issues get um, raised because a lot of the times it's like they're overturning um, calls. Uh, one I could recall was the Warriors and the Cavs game and the game that LeBron scored 50 points and they overturned that charge call. So, you know, um, I feel like the problem is within the last few minutes, not the actual entirety of the game. So I don't have a problem with it being throughout the entire game. That's a great point. Um, okay. You know, really quick, I see Stat nodding here in agreement there. Do you agree with that, Stat? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I actually do agree with um, Mike. Um, that you want to make sure that you don't want to mess up the flow of the game, um, but also uh, agree with, with, you know, how hectic it is in the last two minutes. It's kind of, you know, um, the instant replay sometimes. But they want to make sure they get the call right. So I understand how like everything is hectic in the last two minutes, but you want to make sure those calls are being called right at the end, last uh, end of the game. I also would like to tweak it a little bit and say that why are you? And I've heard this being said before, but I'll just say it now. Why are you know if you win the challenge? Why are cost, you? Yeah. It, why does it cost you? Like it shouldn't cost you. You shouldn't lose anything if you win. Like that, that, that's just. It really is counterintuitive. I, I, I agree. Yeah, you make, win, and you, but you lose. But you lose. Yeah. Like, I mean, it doesn't yeah, make any sense. You keep what you, you know, or you lose because you lost the challenge, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't think you're out of bounds, Mike. I, I would love to see a different way. But at the same time, maybe there's a lot of money going on. We're trying to get the, you know, these let, calls right. But, so. let me, but let me ask you, though. Don't we – don't you – I mean, even in football and everything, don't we miss the human element? Like, in that, in that like, part of the game that a referee is going to miss a Here's call? the problem. I'm a Raider fan. You're going to yeah. talk to me. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, I think I you're – right. I'm going to keep this going. I think you're inbounds, okay? Yeah. Um, however, there is no quick solution to it. Maybe the solution is limiting the calls that you can replay during the game and then increasing them maybe or reducing those in the last two minutes to only certain calls. Uh, I also believe that certain calls can be very easily corrected without having to go to replay electronically. Whether the ball hit the rim or not, that can all be electronically. That They can tell if the ball hit the rim electronically and can switch the, the, the shot cut. And all of those things, all of those things can be easily solved and, and the human element removed. And I think those little errors would help keep the game going. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that they can limit it for uh, certain calls. Maybe that's the best way. But, no, you are not out of bounds, sir. So I hey, think everyone cool, agrees cool. with you. I'm good. All right. Well, this was a great show, guys. Uh, we have a lot to look forward to. Uh, I, I don't feel any nerves for Wednesday. I'm looking forward to seeing a playoff-ready Laker team go into that game on Wednesday against Golden State. Um, I think, personally, that the Lakers should be insulted, that they are considered record-wise equivalent to Golden State Warriors with no Clay Thompson. I think they should feel insulted that that's where they are classified currently and that they should show it on the court.
Man, I like that attitude. Yeah, let's do yeah. that. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just go ahead, just knock it out, get the rest. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, do make a statement. This yeah. is it. No, we are not. We're not Golden State with just a uh, Steph Curry. We are not that we are better right. than that. Let's right. go out there and let's get it. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you as always to our listeners and participants on the Los Angeles Lakers fan club room in clubhouse. Uh, again, the clubhouse app is now available on Android and Apple. And if you are a Lakers fan and you want to talk Lakers or you want to talk sports, that is the room Los Angeles That's Lakers fan club on clubhouse. If you want to listen to the lake to uh, our show live, you can listen there. You can listen on the TGN. You always see it right here behind us. The Good News Radio app, TGN. The Good News Radio app. We always stream live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Periscope. And then visit our website, theprofanitynation.com, because that's where you're going to go ahead and get the awesome shirts that you're seeing here. Heart over talent, Profanity Nation uh, championship shirts, jerseys, uh, excuse me, not jerseys, but sweatshirts, masks, masks, uh, you name it. Uh, It's on there and we're always adding new gear. So thank you. Thank you again to all our participants uh, for the guys. Money Mike, Step Pat, this is Simsta. You've been listening to the Profanity Nation podcast. We will see you next week, 8.30 p.m. live Pacific. We out. We out. Peace. Peace. Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And Stat Pat to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah. It's the Profanity Nation. Jesse Brown with Keller Williams Realty. Keller Williams Realty of South Bay. Whether it's residential, commercial, buying, selling, or leasing, Jesse Brown does it all. 310-766-1660. Or visit her online, www.jessebrown.kw.com. Jesse Brown, habla español. 310-766-1660. Be sure to visit the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center for all your 420 needs. They have everything from baby jeeters to stizzy cartridges, fuzzies, pre-rolls, great deals on eighths, raw garden diamonds. They have your gear. They have Papa and Barkley relief patches. After a hard workout, you need those CBDs. You know that. They have plenty of edibles to choose from. Be sure to hit up the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center.